This is the Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. And this is your host, Robert Paisola. Darren, what amazing brother. Woo-hoo. Wow. Woo. <laughs> Any opportunity to talk. <laughs> I would love, guys, come up to the stage and let's just give, give, give Darren some round of applause, man. I mean, I am absolutely blown away. I mean, just imagine the lives that he's going to take. Nadia, Nadia, there you are. Hello, guys. That was a what great is, interview. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, how are you? Let me make sure you're there. Un- you just unmute yourselves, guys. What do you guys think of everything? Good evening. What do you guys think of all that? Craziness, huh? Yeah, you guys did so well. I mean, I only joined a little bit into it, so I didn't hear it all, but it sounded interesting. Well, we have a large, large, large group of people. What do you think, Nadia? my dear friend yeah it was so interesting it was uh it was great i loved your questions and it was just upbeat and i loved all the answers of course it was it was cool it was fun to listen to wow you know what that makes it all worth it guys just to get that little bit of feedback because you know what uh sometimes these things go really really well and sometimes they don't but i tell you when they go well you hear it from the top of the roof and i and I, i'm so so blessed to have the sponsorship and have the abilities to do what I do and to be able to put our voices and really, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a lot different. What we, what if you listen, when you listen to this again, by the way, Darren, do not turn the replays off. I need this master uh, MP, MP3. I'm going to grab this and just let it run and I'll grab it and then we'll send it to editing. Um, I mean, to hear Darren guys, it's almost like you, he would hear him in a room, but just a little bit deeper. Would you agree? Just a little bit deeper. And now the world deserves to hear the Darren Shaw. Did you guys notice that? Oh, what, the little bit deeper bit? Oh, yeah. I was, I was going to say that to, to our friends, Nadia and Rebecca, I mean, you get to hear, we, the, as, as we were talking, we would just go down the rabbit hole, whatever rabbit hole popped up. And you know what? Some people are going through some very difficult things right now, very difficult things. And it's our job to not fix their problems, but to be there for them and side by side. Right, Darren? I think we talked about that. Yeah, Robert is crazy. So I'm I'm somebody when there's a hype and everybody's talking about a thing, I'm somebody I'm like, uh, everyone's talking about it. I'm not interested. You know, I threw away my TV a long time ago um, because I, I don't want the negativity in my life. Um, but right now, my God, I'm it's everywhere. Every single person that I know is is totally suffering right now. I don't know anyone who's uh, generally happy. I don't know anyone who's not um, kind of uh, uh, displaying uh, symptoms of depression. It's crazy. And the, the cost of living thing, look, do you know what? There's something even, I mean, from an NLP stance or just a linguistic stance or psychological stance, just the term cost of living, what, there's, there's a cost to staying alive? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you guys mentioned that. Wow, that's true. What'd you say, Hans? Um, Rebecca, what'd you say? I said, I'm glad you guys touched upon that, really, because it is a massive thing in the UK right now. Like, my energy bills went from, I think it was about £80 a month, my gas and electric together, mm-hmm. to now it's 300 oh. and I, Yeah. And I oh. think next month it's going on to 350 Um. I am in credit with them because I've always just overpaid, which is good. So I'm going to get them to reduce the cost a little bit. But even like food shops, 
my weekly food shop used to cost. I I usually get a HelloFresh subscription. I don't know whether you guys have HelloFresh. Ding ding ding! You you bet, absolutely. Yeah, so I get HelloFresh, but then like I also have food on top. So I used to spend about forty pounds a week just on food. That's now gone up to about eighty pounds a week. So everything is just doubling, doubling, doubling. Um, it's a massive, massive thing going on right here. It's awful. Wow. Well, I think Darren gave some amazing, um, amazing ideas on how to deal with that. Because you know what, guys, it is going to happen. There's nothing you can do, and it is happening right now. Boy, I mean, and and what did Darren? Just listen to what Darren said. He said, "I don't know anybody who's in the Zen zone right now, right?" Oh, everything's great. Everything's happy. We're happy. Life is great. Really? How is that possible, guys? By the way, there's 8 billion people on the planet right now. Think of that. Think of that. Wow. What do you do? Do you know what? One, one. Go ahead. Go. Just, just whatever you want to say. Go ahead. Anybody. Is that no deal? That's okay, Darren. I'll speak after you. Yeah, I was just going to say one of the things that's going on right now, because of that term cost of living, they're making it seem like, you know, there's a cost to staying alive, which is very dark. That's like dark, some kind of dark magic there, just even calling it that. Because of that phrase cost of living, it's blinding a lot of people to to possibilities of what it is you could do to be okay, to have more money and to survive better and blah, blah, blah. So instead instead of people focusing on on what could be done to, as a solution people are really just focused on the problem right so one thing i'm looking at and then my sort of solution focused hat on is or okay so it's uh the cost of living has risen and it's not going down uh anytime soon definitely not but yeah the, the, but all, all that means is just need to have more money that's the solution more money right and how do you get more money well you need to increase uh, increase the, the the value that you're that you're delivering to the world. Okay, cool. So you might struggle to uh, deliver the cost because uh, a lot of people are kind of broken in a bad place right now. But you know um, who's not broke right now? What's not broke and poor right now? Corporations. Right now, corporations here in the UK, uh, okay, the ones that the ones that are doing their best to to increase the value that they offer. Corporations right now in the in the UK are hunting like crazy for the right, I repeat, the right kinds of employees to work for them, okay? Whether it's as freelancers or or as individuals and PAYE, but mainly a lot of freelancers at the moment. I am getting more work now, while everyone's panicking and running around, I'm getting more work right now as a freelancer, which I've suddenly stepped into this corporate um, uh, delivering team leadership programs. And um, there's a, a gigantic company that is, uh, I'm, I'm about to sign a contract with, I think, tomorrow. There's a, a huge company tomorrow, which has 11,000 employees, 11,000 employees, right? And they um they they were looking for somebody with my particular skill set to help them with a particular project because their their own their own in-house team um can't handle the thing because they're moving too slow because the people that work for the organization are busy panicking about cost of living and panicking about what's not possible uh yeah what's not possible in the world so they've had to outsource a bit of work and that bit of work has come to me you know with this frequency of energy i've been telling a lot of my friends right now and associates and whatnot hey guys 
corporates have money, corporates have credit, government has money, government has credit. The British government is giving away more money now than ever. Corporate companies are, no, are giving away more money than ever. This cost of living crisis does not apply to, again, the, the, the organizations that I'm, I'm referring to. The cost of living so-called crisis does not apply to people that are delivering value, real value at a time like this right now, you know? Um, whatever company is in the UK that sells tins of baked beans, um, the cost of their, uh, sorry, their, the value of, of, of that is going up right now. In, in a recession, there are certain organizations that start to make more money, more profit and start to do better. Find out who those are. Find out what the values of those corporations are and either incorporate those values into your life or um, see if you can get some freelance work doing a bit of work for them. If you don't have the necessary skills, quick upskill. During the pandemic, while everyone was locked down, I sat down and I said to myself, you know what, while I'm in my house so much, why don't I learn some new skills, some new valuable skills? I did that. You know, and now those those skills that I learned during lockdown are what, what are getting me paid in these uh, in these contexts where there's still some money floating about. Well, you know, Darren, it, it is true that I mean, this is our family in here, right? This is people. These are people that have listened to us and and work with us. Everything we're talking about, guys, can and should be applicable to you. You're now listening to the world famous Change Your Mind. Change Your Mind. Change Your Life. Change Your Life. Podcast. Broadcasting worldwide with your host, Robert Paisola. Ladies and gentlemen, give way for Robert Paisola. Broadcasting on 107.1 on the Man Cave Podcasting Network and beaming worldwide on the Spectavision Satellite Radio Network live from Las Vegas. Today's episode is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, featuring sleek luxury and pure elegance. Visit your local Mercedes-Benz dealer today and take advantage of exceptional deals for 2022. Bringing you the top news and guests from around the globe on finance, credit, life, or just how to fix that dent in your pocketbook from COVID-19. It's Robert Paisola. And we are back. Wow. What a day. Guys, it's Robert Paisola. We're back live with a great, great friend of mine, Darren Shaw. And let me tell you about this guy that you're going to hear from. Darren is a master communicator. He has the ability to walk into a room and speak with thousands of people and have them completely get what it is that he's saying. Darren Shaw is a regular on Clubhouse and many, many other platforms. He's an advanced NLP, which means neuro-linguistic programming teacher for life and business. His specialization is in change work. He works with people that are trying to create change in their business and in their individual lives. So if you're trying to change your mindset, learning to figure out how to deal with those negative habits, and better yet, maybe <laughs> increase the successes and wins, Darren Shaw is the man. My friend Darren goes by Dar at Darren Shaw, and he'll tell you about himself. I believe we've got him live. Jay just got him on, and he is in Europe right now. Darren Shaw, welcome to Change Your Mind, Change Your Life. This is Robert Paisola, and we're live on Westwood One. How you doing today, my friend? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm here for it. Lovely to be here, bro. Man, you have a following, my friend. 
what what is it? I, I, I can't put my word, my hands around it. I, it, people listen to you and they, they, they feel the power and passion in your voice. Where did you learn that, my friend? Uh, I learned a long time ago that in, in, instead of trying to be something, trying to be professional, trying to be amazing and be loved, just be. And uh, there's a lot of people that really, really va value uh, somebody who's willing to be vulnerable and somebody who's willing to be open and somebody who's willing to be real. So I do my best to not try to be anything other than just, just my real self continuously developing, you know, and as I, as I keep going along this journey, there's people that warm to that, that vibe. The fact that if I make a mistake, I'll be like, Ooh, I made a mistake. Hey, do you guys want to hear about the mistake I made the other day? And would you like to learn, like um, hear, hear about what I learned from that? So I think, I think there's a lot of people that warm to that sort of vibe. Yeah. And, and you know what? You know, it's funny. I, I, I hear this all the time because I do seminars around the world just like you do. And I go to these rooms and, you know, people think that we're like robots. Uh, they don't know that we're actual human beings. And, you know, I, I was in one of your rooms the other day and we were talking about um, the, the, the issue of, of, of having trouble sometimes just getting out of bed sometimes or maybe even a tough time with, uh, you know, being able to find something to do or friends. And you're like, well, Rob, you've got a million people around the world to follow you. Yeah, but I don't have a million phone numbers and I don't call them. What do you think about that? Yeah, same here. Like, you know, um, sometimes I think about my social medias and across my, um, you know, in one of my one of my domains in the music world here in the UK, I've got like something like, I don't know, tens of thousands of people that follow me on social media. And some people look at those numbers and they're like, wow. And I'm like, um, it doesn't really doesn't really compute to anything of any real substance. You know, they're not, they're not my friends. Facebook calls them my friends. But, uh, you know, the word friends seems to be redefined. Um, but yeah, just like we were talking about earlier, uh, Robert, we've had this conversation before talking about we experience the same ex exact same emotions that everybody else does days where days or moments of lack of motivation moments of feeling lonely um, moments of, of not feeling too happy but the difference is um, when you've got uh, tools and technology such as your linguistic programming and other things of that sort of nature um, we, we're fully aware that we've got the tools to do something about it and shift that in any given moment um, so yeah interesting how you just said tools and programs explain that because you know what that's exactly what we have we have and in my mind i may, maybe i'm wrong correct me if i'm wrong um we have learned the art of communication to a t in other words when it is proper to use the knowledge and the tools and the programs that we learn mm -hmm. we have the ability to break through barriers boundaries and blocks and that can help a lot of people a lot of people but the question is how did we get there right we didn't just wake up out of bed one day and say okay we we now have this tool and the a plus b is, is c it's not like that every individual session every person i work with is different what's your experience darren yeah um you know there's there's some insights that i've got around communication a really really long like i'll, I'll say about something like 15 somewhere between 15 17 years ago that there's certain insights that I've got about communication that I've never looked back since I've learned them. And one of them is one of the one of the tenets of, of NLP, um, we refer to as presuppositions, um, is that communication is the response that you get. And I'll never forget, it was around about 2008, seven, no, it was 2008. I'll never forget the moment that I, I realized what that really and truly means. Communication is the response that you get. 
when you truly understand that that presupposition and you take responsibility for your own communication it's a game changer so if something's not going right in a communication that i've got with somebody else i never ever ever blame the other person not really um i'll be like hmm if it's an important situation I'll be like well okay cool so something's gone a bit wrong here what what is it about my part that i've played in this that um that could be shifted and what could i do because again the, the response that i've got it it is what it is um and, and that's communication the communication is the response that you get i, I live by that by that that part the part of nlp mm. so what is, would you say that it gives you a leg up in business familiar relationships uh trying to just deal with the everyday stresses of life that we that we run into and if and if it does how how do you use that to to make sure that you know maybe whenever you do feel like not getting out of bed you try to kick yourself and say hey it's time to wake up darren <laughs> that's what i try to do um uh, it it definitely helps me like the communication piece definitely 100 helps me with uh communicating in business 100 um particularly in, in one aspect, uh, Robert, of NLP, uh, perceptual positions. Um, when, I'm in, when I'm doing business or in business communications with people, constantly, I'm always looking for, the, for a win-win-win. Okay, a lot of people talk about the win-win, uh, you know, oh, yeah. um, I yeah. win, you win. But no, for me, it's like, I win, you win, and whoever it is what we're doing serves, they definitely win, yeah? Mm. If a situation is a, isn't a win-win-win, I'm not that, I'm just not really not interested. I'm, I'm really, really not interested. There has to be that that try that try try factor that that, that triple thing going on there. Um, so I'm always constantly when I'm doing business things or making deals with people, I'm like, hmm, how can this benefit um, the, the the three different um, positions, uh, three different people in the different positions? And again, communication is the response that you get. And I'm always constantly running cycles through my mind to make sure that everything's going in the right direction. You know, it's not just about setting up the deal. It's about setting up the deal and then doing whatever you've got to do and then maintaining whatever the, whatever the heck that deal is about, you know? Uh, I hope that, yeah, I hope that makes sense. Well, yeah, it does. Uh, the other day uh, when we were talking about doing this broadcast, you sent me over a press kit. And, and one of the things that really, really jumped out at me is it says, I'm an expert in advanced communication skills for use in business, academic, and personal context. So I noticed very quickly that what you do is you break up the way you communicate based on your environment. Do you get yes. that? Let's let's talk yeah. about why why is that? Why 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 should people do that, my friend? Oh, um, you know, another one of the presuppositions of NLP is the map is not the territory. Um, you know, I, I was born into, I was born in, in, in South London in a place called Brixton to, um, to, to an environment that was uh, in, in probably one of the most poor areas in the whole of the UK, um, surrounded by many different immigrants from different countries, but mainly uh, Jamaica. In a, in a, in a context where I'm around the people that I was originally raised by, let's just call it a sort of um, a subculture of, of Jamaican um, culture uh, on a poverty level things in, in London, um, talking about education and going to school and politics and stuff like that isn't necessarily the stuff that you talk about in such an environment. People around you want to talk about, um, I don't know, checking the ladies or, um, I don't know, criminal acts or all kinds of stuff 
all kinds of stuff. So when you're in that context, if you're, if, yeah, in the context when I'm in the Jamaican culture, if I'm speaking in proper British English, that's not that's not a right fit for the territory. The map for that territory is one thing. You know, when I'm around some people in certain aspects of uh, parts of London, I'm like, yo, Wagwan, you all right, bro? You know what I mean? Talking a certain way. When I'm in a corporate environment, if I do that, I'm not going to get very far. In a corporate environment, it's like, um, hello, how are you? You know, I'm going to Jamaica next month, as I told you, Robert, and everyone else. I keep telling everyone, get to Jamaica next month for the time of recording. And when I'm over there, it's like, yo, Wagwan, you all right? Different different maps of reality are necessary for different contexts in order to get you the success that you want in that context. Mm. If, you know, if you carry the map of one, uh, one context and one environment to another, then you are, you're asking for trouble. And there's nothing, I mean, not everybody's um, about that life of shifting uh, maps and whatnot, but um, you know, the, the more flexibility of behavior that you have in different environments, uh, the better, you know? Well, Darren, one thing that really, really impresses me about you is that you are transparent about some of the difficulties that you've had growing up. I mean, you just said you grew up in one of the in a poverty area and you could have easily, easily gone down the path of being in uh, social housing and having no money and being on benefits. And it goes on and on and on. And to our friends around the world, guys. Darren is in the United Kingdom. Okay, so um, just let me tell you, if you're trying to contact Western Capital, you simply use the United States prefix, and it's 702-219-3624. Or you can send us an email at talent, T-A-L-E-N-T, at my, or actually, you can send it to a, uh, yeah, send it to my collector, M-Y-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-O-R dot net. You can replay that. We'll have Darren announce everything also. But, you know, just because you you're, you're, you sound real, isn't that interesting? Because sometimes when we listen to people and the people that are in this audience did not know, and that's what's kind of funny, we didn't announce that we were gonna do this today. But right now there's probably close to a million people that are gonna be listening to this based on the fact that number one, we own a radio station. Number two, the fact that we're gonna syndicate it and send it around the world. So what is that gonna do for Darren Shaw? People are gonna hear. And they're going to say, wow, I really, really get what Darren Shaw is talking about. But you know what? I can also relate to Darren Shaw. Ah, so that's what got my interest. It piqued my interest because you know what? So many people, and we listen to these people all the time, talk about how great they are, don't they? They talk about how their life is perfect and they have no problems and life is just simple and cherries and Christmas. But when you find somebody who you can relate to, wow. What do you think about that, Darren? Yeah, that part there. And uh, as I said earlier, I think, I think it, that's one of the things that makes some people sort of warm to my, my, kinda, my kind of vibe. I don't hide where I come from, who I've been, um, beliefs that I've had in the past that I can now laugh about, um, environments that I've moved through and done things in. Um, behaviors that I used to display. I don't hide any of that because if I did, then how can I talk about change? How can I talk about transformation? How can I, you know, you can't, I can't talk about change or transformation if I don't talk about what I've changed from and what I've transformed from. Hell, there's, uh, uh, you know, uh, touching on that part there about me being from a, a particular environment, like I said, when, when I was growing up, I was just surrounded by. I was, yeah, I was surrounded by loads of stuff that's out, you know, outside outside the system, outside of legality. Loads of there's loads of drugs and uh, different types of crimes of all different orders. Not going to list them all now, like a menu. Um, but I, I think the thing that I guess saved me and the, and that's made me 
be sitting here uh, today and not um, not being another statistic in a, in a way, I guess, is when I was a kid and people were saying, Darren, we're from a certain background, therefore we can't do such and such. And I'll be really real to you. One of the main things that I heard as a child is because we're black, we can't do this. Because you're black, you can't do that. Because we're immigrants or we're from an immigrant family, you can't do this, you can't do that. And lucky for me, I've always been a defiant child. And lucky for me, I've always said, well, really? Don't believe you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. I, that one tiny little thing has probably saved my life. People telling me their beliefs and me saying, well, I don't know. I, I don't know that to be true. So um, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. You know, and, uh, and that one thing has probably saved me from multiple contexts. Oh, Darren, you know, uh, yeah, people like us don't start businesses. People like us don't go into certain environments. People like us don't get a high level of education. People like us, people like us, people like us. When you hear that for years and years and years and years, I think most people take it in and they introject it. That's a Freudian term. Um, they, they allow these beliefs to come inside themselves and they take it on as if it's theirs and then they live it out. Me, I've always been like, mm, that sounds like something that you're saying, but don't believe you. Uh, and my defiance so in some context being defiant is actually and what's the other one rebellious um it's some, in some context it's actually a really really useful thing thank the lord um isn't yeah. that isn't that the truth now think about what you just said being rebellious being defiant creates opportunity yeah mm -hmm. but it also creates connection amongst those who also are searching right just because people say, well, you know, Rob, Darren, you guys have been trained and, and, and I don't know what it is you guys have, but please help me and fix my problem. Well, first of all, what I try to tell people is, guys, number one, you're not broke. You're not broken. And the second thing I tell people all the time is the magic is within you. Because guess what? It's not our job to tell you what's wrong or tell you what's going on. It's our job to simply ask you questions because 99.999% of the time, the answers that you're seeking are inside of you. Now think about that for a second, folks. The questions and the answers that you have are inside of you, the answers. So how many of you have gone through life to this point in your life searching for something, but you just haven't hit it yet? How many of you were born and through no fault of your own experienced some type of trauma? Well, guess what? I know a lot of people because I've dealt with thousands of people that are still living in that eight-year-old body, but yet they're 40. Wow. How's that possible? How is that possible? Darren? Yeah, I've been there too. <laughs> I've been there too. Yeah, um, me too. There's a... Whole there's a Again, um, anyone in the room that can re can uh, that can relate relate to this, who's listening to this right now, um, you know, whatever country, and you know, I you know, when I when I was eight, I experienced a bunch of stuff that when I tell the story, if I go into the story, it makes people think, oh my god, that's terrible, okay, and some of the stuff that I I went through when I was eight, um, I only reviewed it, reviewed my learnings and the lessons from it when I was something like twenty eight. So for 20 years, for 20 years, the limiting beliefs that I developed when I was an eight-year-old um, stayed stuck. 
And when I was 28, I, I'll never forget, I was on a, on a training course um, learning about, you know, how to do sort of NLP techniques and this sort of stuff. And, and I reviewed my eight-year-old decisions for the first time ever. And I'll, I'll never forget, one of just one of my first um, cluster of thoughts was around, hold on a minute. So I've been holding myself back for 20 years because of this one thought, because of this one incident which happened one time. And I never ever reviewed that piece of learning. And um, in the when any time I do any kind of timeline work or age regression uh, with people, that, that it's literally that I'm literally helping somebody to just sort of go back in their mind to a time when something happened, whatever that thing might be, and say, hey, um, as you look at that situation from a sort of distant perspective, what can you learn from that situation that will allow you to be able to let it go um, with your higher-minded, wise self? I mean, there's a whole bunch of other stuff around that. But yeah, some some of us are walking around with decisions that we made when we were four years old, three years old, two years old. Mm. Uh, 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 Robert, like, how many times have we encountered people that are in a 40-year-old body, but they oh. responded emotionally like they're a two-year-old throwing a temper tantrum? Mm. You know, you know, you know it, it, unfortunately, it's, it happens more than I would like it to happen. But mm. I, I have to be very careful. And this is what we've talked about many times, Darren, since we met, is we have to let people progress at their own pace, right? They have to figure out what they want to do. Because you know what? I tell people this all the time, and this is something that I love to say. As a coach and as a mentor, it's not our job to stand behind you and push you. It's not our job to stand in front of you and pull you to success. It's our job to stand right next to you and go at whatever speed or whatever level you want so that you can achieve whatever it is that you desire and we'll be there right beside you. And you know what? Whenever you figure that out and you understand that, that people just truly, truly want to care and want to love you and want to listen to what's really going on, and all your barriers and walls come down, wow. You talk about a powerful conversation. Guys, I can't even tell you the number of people that I've met that I've been able to cement relationships with simply by being pure intentioned and absolutely not having a, uh, not having a, uh, I mean, I mean, what the words I'm trying to think, not having an end goal in sight. In other words, going down the rabbit hole and just waiting to figure it out. Guys, stand by one second. We're doing a station identification for our friends around the world. We are sponsored by Mercedes-Benz. My name is Robert Paisola. You're listening to KFHR. We are live in Las Vegas here on um, the SATCOM Satellite Radio Network. And we'll be right back in 30 seconds. cutting-edge tech, and a world-class interior. The exhilarating Mercedes-Benz GLC. Extraordinary runs in the family. All right, and we are back. Today we are speaking on Westwood One with Darren Shaw. Darren is over in the UK, and Darren is a practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, um, does seminars around the world, has written books, and is a master communicator. Welcome back, Darren, for the second part of the show. Yo, 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 what's going on? <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. I love, I'm so happy right now. 
this was uh, many years ago. This was my dream to just sit around talking about like change, transformation, evolution, NLP. So I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, well, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that have a lot of questions. And so let me give you an opportunity to let people know who you are. Tell us your website, your contact information, everything people would need to know on how to reach you. And uh, you can talk about when you're on Clubhouse, just whatever works for you. Let's just tell them all the details of how to reach my dear friend, Darren Shaw. Well, I got into the subject of uh, search engine optimization uh, many years ago before it was popular. If you went to Google and you just typed The Darren Shaw or one word, you'd find it really easy to find me, www.thedarrenshaw.com. Or if you went to Instagram, the, uh, yeah, just did, you search for the hashtag The Darren Shaw. Um, LinkedIn, search for the, the, the Darren Shaw. So I'm really, really easy to find. But if you hit me up on my website, it's just simply www.thedarrenshaw.com. I hear you're doing a lot of seminars these days and, and, and writing books. Tell me about that. Yeah. Do you know, actually, um, most of my seminars at the moment are online because I'm going away uh, in a little while for, for a bit. Um, yeah, my... I know what you're saying. I heard that. We talked about that the other day. You say <laughs> you're going over, you're going to go kick back in, uh, in another country for a little bit and you're never going to talk to us, right? You're just going to chill out. And, yeah, I got you. No, no, no. Yeah, you I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you tell our audience about that. <laughs> Straight away, Rob is like, no, you're not. Um, yeah. Um, most of my seminars at the moment are online. So I do um, uh, practice groups for people that want to step to the next level of mastery every single Sunday. Um, and that happens at 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Um, and usually, as uh, you know, during the weekdays, I usually do uh, master classes around about 7 p.m. Again, Eastern Standard Time. I stick to that time zone. Remember the first ever American I ever met or, on this app called Clubhouse um, was in that time zone. So I just stuck to that time zone. Um, so around about 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I usually run master classes all the way throughout the week. Um, and yeah, you are quite right. Um, in my spare time, I've actually been writing bits and pieces um, of a book, um, which literally every time i go through some gigantic insight and change i add more and more and more to that book every time i do a piece of writing any less than a thousand words and i ain't stopping and i just keep on going and going and going so all i've got to do is write 30 uh you know uh, 30 times a thousand words boom uh, sorted a, a sort of mini book there so i'm actually i've actually got bits and pieces of a book and at some point i'll sit down it's not going to be this particular holiday but um at one point in 2023 i'm actually planning to go off on a holiday where i'll just go away switch off all my communication devices uh for a while um and just and just focus on 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 that particular activity putting putting a book together that's actually a thing i'm really working on yeah i'm getting some messages in the back channel and 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 they're asking how can i be more like darren that's exactly a quote that came in that was molly over in the united kingdom and uh, molly was asking you know how can i break out of my shell um boy i'm gonna leave this one up to you my friend uh and and you be just because you know the area you maybe know what molly's going through what do you think about that how can I break out of my shell? What a lovely metaphor. My mind immediately went into the sort of vision of somebody being inside some some kind of shell. And uh, yeah, do you know what? The first thought that's come into mind is you gotta you gotta raise your vibration. You know, for want of a better metaphor, you gotta raise your vibration. Raise your vibration. Firstly, be aware of the fact that it is a shell, whatever that shell is, and you need to match the vibration of that shell so it can smash and it can break. 
I've been there. I've been there. Um, you know, I, I I keep moving through multiple shells every couple of de- every half decade or so. I switch identities, switch environments, switch this, switch that. But one of the things that you've got to do is you've got to raise your vibration. Like, how many times have uh, have you or many other people been in a situation where you're thinking there's no way out, and everything's just going wrong, and there's no one here to support me, and I'm feeling really bad, and everything's down. Yeah. When you're when you're operating at that frequency, and those are the kind of thoughts or feelings that are going through your mind and body, um, yeah, nothing's going to happen. You're going to stay there. The the one of the most powerful, bestest things that you can do when you are in the most um, most adverse of situations is smile to change the chemical composition of what's going on for your biological body, and do things that you should that most people wouldn't do in that situation. There have been times in life when I've been in a, in a depressed state for a, a period of time. And um, in order to change that, I've just started jumping up and down and smiling and putting on songs of hope and joy, and then changing the chemical composition of my body and shifting my vibration. And what I tend to notice is no matter what's going wrong in the, in the business or in the situation or in a relationship or whatever, when you raise your vibration and you shake it off and you do the complete opposite of what your body or others might tell you that you should do, you start noticing that you start attracting into your life um, things that are reflective of where it is you, you could be going. You know, if one minute you're broke and it's quite depressing because you ain't got no money, but you start vibrating at the energy of like uh, of, of, of if you were had abundance and it wasn't a problem whatsoever. You know what's going to happen? You're going to start attracting the, the frequency of, of uh, and the vibration of, of, of money and wealth and value and the right kind of people and so on and so forth. So if you feel that you're stuck in a shell, you need to identify, you, you know, the first bit of awareness. Uh, uh, sorry, first bit of well, wellness as well. First bit of awareness <laughs> is being aware that it is a shell and being aware of your own vibrational frequency and becoming a vibrational match for something else for anything else you know break out your shell if you're in a shell what do you want instead mm. and i usually leave people that question and then uh, you know things should start changing already well yeah you know and and you talk about one thing about matching the vibration wow that can be that can be scary and that can be hard you know if what do you what do you what do you say about that? It's a scary thing. I mean, it's kind of like weird change. I mean, I I've, I've I've known people that have you know broken out of their shell and they've hit a vibration point where they can no longer relate to their spouse. They're so highly vibrating that now it's a matter of they have to make decisions, and that wasn't part of the plan at the beginning. No, 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 that wasn't part of the plan. But all of a sudden, that's what's happening. What do you do about that, Darren? Crikey. Yeah, it's got to become a vibrational match for something else. When I went on to my um, first um, NLP practitioner course, I went on on to that course with my girlfriend. And at that point in time, um, I, yeah, like I said, I was a totally different person back then. I, I was filled and riddled with loads of beliefs that would limit me from from you know, getting and sustaining a job or never, definitely never starting a business or or, or living for myself and, and being an independent person or anything like that. Um, but I went on to that course with a girlfriend and near the, you know, halfway through the course, I was like, um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think um, my, the, the poor girl, she she realized that 
yeah, she realized that, that um, everything had shifted. And at the end of that course, um, you know, I wanted to make sure that I left it. I left that relationship in a way that was ecological um, for me and her. I wanted to make sure I didn't leave because the concept of ecology and making sure that everybody's happy and so on and so forth is really important to me. You know, I don't like hurting people where possible. Um, but I ended up leaving, leaving that relationship in a way where um, I made sure that she got to some of the goals that I was aware of while we were together, I made sure that she got some of the goals that she needed to get. And I made sure that the exit um, for both of us was, was amicable and good. And even after the relationship, we stayed um, best friends. I mean, we don't, we, you know, don't talk anymore. I haven't spoken for years, but, but definitely like, you know, I mean, how many people have been in a relationship where over time, the both of you have changed or the both of you have gone through an experience where you realize that the other person isn't quite what you, what you thought you were signing up for. You know, and in that moment, you've got two choices. You can either stay with the relationship and stay in a toxic situation um, and make all the excuses for staying. Or you can be like, you know what, um, this this isn't really the one and start making making the right decisions about leaving and doing it in the most respectful, elegant way possible. You know, do no harm where possible, you know. Yeah, I, I love that when you say do no harm, because uh, I interviewed uh, I don't know if you ever heard of a gentleman named uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, Robert? Kiyosaki. Yeah, I mean, I interviewed yeah. Robert Kiyosaki last week, and we were talking about this exact same, this exact thing, this 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 turmoil that is happening in our country right now, and he was like, Rob, some of the biggest problems are on the way to be presented to us, and you have to have a baseline of where you stand to be able to handle these rifts of the tide because it's going to get bad. I'm not talking about whether just in Europe or it's really worldwide. I mean, I could get into the technology and get into the reasoning, you know, economically, interest rates and things like that. But it's going to get difficult. And Robert said, you need to plant your stake and stand by it. Right. Plant your stake and stand by it because this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And so many times I see people that don't plant their stake. They don't, they, 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 they shift with the wind. Ah, shifting with the wind might work, but what do you do when there's, when there's thunderstorms and, and hurricanes and, and tsunamis? Because that's what we're up against. And all you have to do is just turn on the news, my friends. Anywhere, if you look at Europe, what's going on right now? You look at the United States. You, if, if you're a single mother, for instance, my God, if you're a single mother and you've tried to see, uh, you have ch children, did you get that letter in the mail saying your rent's going up $800 to $1,000 a month? I bet you did. Did you go to the grocery store the other day and find out that, you know, eggs have gone up and everything's gone up to a point where it's like what I used to buy for $100 now costs $200? And as Robert told me, it's like, yeah, if you plant your steak and you prepare, or if you plant your steak, you prepare, and at the same time, you listen to those who can assist you. Another, in other words, don't sit in your bed expecting magic to happen. This requires you to go out and search for those people that can assist you, right? And if you do that, I believe that this will all be okay. Now, the reason I mention this, my friends, especially to, to those of you over in Africa and over in Asia, especially, oh my gosh, to my friends in China right now, and we, we broadcast in, uh, in China. Um, you guys are going through some very, very difficult things. And it is not your fault what you're being required to do. 
the zero COVID initiative is requiring you to stay in your homes and sometimes not even have food. So to many of you who are working and working in the factories at Foxconn, et cetera, and you're trying to get out to be able to take care of yourself, congratulations to my friends over in, over, uh, over in the Ukraine or in the war, boy, no one ever said you're going to wake up one day and get called out to fight for your country, did they? But you're there. And even to my Russian friends, to my friends in Russian, because you're listening to us right now in Russian. And you might be on the front lines and you might be thinking, you know what? There is no hope. But guess what? There is hope. That's why if you continue to listen to people like myself and listen to people like Darren, you will see that once you plant your stake, that you too will be able to slowly move to where it is you want to go. Now, some things are beyond your control. Oh, yeah. Some things are beyond your control. But you know what? The magic is having control of what it is that you're trying to do. And you know what? I understand you're going to say, well, Rob, these people that are leading us right now in battle are nothing but meat grinders. They're taking us down a path. I get that. So what are you going to do to create a change? And when I say create a change, I'm not talking about creating change just for you, right? I'm talking about creating change for you and your associates, friends, and loved ones. If I could tell you how many times at NBC we've actually intercepted phone calls, listen to the actual calls between the people in the pits to their family and the things that are said, they're very, very, very stressful to say the least. And when it comes to it, I don't know what I would tell those people other than you have an obligation if you, if you understand what I'm saying in any way right now to be able to assist those you're around to help them become as great as they possibly can. Darren, do you get what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, over here in, in London and other people actually around the UK, because I speak to people around the UK, um, just heavier in London. I'm having a lot of conversations with a lot of people right now. And I don't think I know anyone who is in a resourceful, a generally resourceful state right now. Uh, I had a phone call earlier on today with somebody who's close to me and I was having a go at him, as we would say in England, I was having a go at him and I was, I was, I was, I was busting his ass because, uh, you know, there was a, there's a project that we're meant to jointly be working on and he hasn't been playing his role. And he, he broke down on the phone to me and he said, Darren, my, my rent's gone up by 300 pounds. That's probably maybe like $400 or something. And he, he said, Darren, look, I haven't I haven't told you what's been going on for me, but it's been really difficult and I've been really depressed for a little while now, but I haven't been able to tell you. And in that moment, you know, I, I stopped busting balls about it and I just said, well, talk to me, man. You know, I, I was speaking to a lady, uh, a lady earlier on today who uh, classifies herself as, as middle class and, and she was saying that her, her food bill, just her groceries gone up by just less than double. You know, I'm seeing on my Facebook, on my timeline, I'm seeing people saying things like they're not like people that I know and I care about aren't turning their heating on because the amount of money it's costing them per day and they're and they're freaking out. Now, now, you know what? I, I want to interrupt you here. Is that actually yeah. happening? I've heard of that and I've heard I've seen the things yeah. on uh, I, I've, I've seen I've seen the shows on 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 uh, European television and they say that that's what's happening. Is it true that they have? warming centers for people to go to and 
places that are, you know, that, that just to, to help people? I mean, is it really like that right now? Yeah, I wouldn't have believed it if, if it wasn't happening to people that I yeah. know. Strong-minded people that I know that are usually okay. And so I'm having these conversations, and the only because usually I, I try to stay away from things that aren't too positive, but this is something that's affecting so many people, and I'm like, hmm. And I'm asking myself the question, how can I serve without without really sort of hurting myself? Um, and I'm also asking myself the question, okay, cool, just like you, Robert, I've identified that um, this this tsunami that's happening right now of stuff. I'm just going to call it stuff. Um, the stuff that's happening right now in all these different territories. It's not going to stop anytime soon. Uh, definitely. You know, I'm a bit of a futurologist and a statistician and, you know, I'm, I'm watching what's going on in a couple of different markets. Um, but I'm listening and I'm paying attention right now. And I'm just constantly asking myself, what can I do? What can I really do to serve people right now? What conversations can I be having? What, how can I adjust the different products that I have? What things can I do to to volunteer bits and pieces of what I do? Again, where it doesn't hurt me too much, because you know um, that you know that old analogy of you want to put on your gas, you want you want to put on your mask on a plane when it's about to crash before you start start trying to save everyone else. Well, you know that um, that's a, that's a great that's a great great point because. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll just be honest about it. I'll be, I'll be honest. We get asked all the time for assistance. And you know what? If we're not ready ourselves, it's kind of like we can't help anybody until we're taken care of, can we? I mean, it's just, it doesn't happen. And we kind of have to make sure that we're okay and then we can assist other people. But so many 100%. times I just want to, I want to just stop. I really do. I want to stop and I want to help other people. But then I stop and I talk to myself, you know, and I say, hey, Rob, you can't do that. You can't do that. No, 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 no. And it, and it, and it works. Right. But we just had a message that just came in and she said, I also am going to the heating banks in, uh over in the UK. And I guess there's like 50 places in the UK, from what I understand, 50 places where people can go and spend the day and, and not have to turn on their heat. And I guess over in the UK, you, uh, pay, you prepay for your fuel. So what they were saying is sometimes they would put like um, 40 or 50 uh, pounds into mm -hmm. the heater and that would last maybe a, maybe part of the month right and now it only lasts half the time wow what do you do if you're on a fixed income darren jeez and there's no option for for other other income to take care of that yeah uh, i mean do you know what one of the one of the 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 answers that i'm getting in in my own mind when i'm saying what can i do um on a one-to-one -one basis, there's not much that I, I can do to really uh, help my friends right now and, and so on and so forth. So one of the things that I'm doing personally is I am, I'm trying to help more people, the right kind of people who, can, uh, who's, who are ready for this sort of stuff. I'm helping more people become leaders. So at the moment, I just launched a course today um, that trains leaders uh, in corporate organizations um, how to understand values. Okay, so this is something I literally launched. Uh, let to... me let me stop you and have you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna dig down this rabbit hole because I want to know what it is that you're doing to to show people and to teach people. Please, please go deep and tell me what it is that you're launching. I I had no idea. Well, one of the one of the main problems that I've identified specifically in the UK context is at the moment UK kind of technically doesn't have any leaders. Our queen has just passed away. The country generally, the, the country is generally in mourning still. Uh, our head of state is gone. 
and we've shifted about um, three prime ministers in uh, in just as many months, and there's all this confusion, and uh, there's all these scandals, and government. Blah, blah, blah. So generally, at the moment, there's no national leaders. Okay. Now, what? So there's a couple of ways to go with this. Some people are moaning and complaining and sitting around and arguing about it and discussing it. But one thing I was saying, uh, I was actually saying this earlier on today, just a few hours ago to somebody, um, because there's no national leaders. What is really, really, this is my belief. What's really, really important right now is that we create local leaders corporate leaders, environmental leaders, leaders in the music field, leaders in um, in the private sectors, leaders in the private, we need to find individuals that can be leaders on a much more uh, micro level. So this um, course that I've just uh, released today um, is a course in understanding the concept of values um, from an NLP uh, perspective. And uh, the, the angle that I take on it is values are beliefs about what is important to you or others okay so it's it's really around beliefs it's a uh, values are uh, beliefs that are uh, about what is important to you or others so i'm currently training leaders in corporate organizations um how to understand value so i'm going really really deep into it on a coaching thing and i'm also demonstrating how this can be used in uh, when um, uh, in brand building this can be used when when you're leading your team you know because if you can find out from your team what's important to them when you can identify in in, in company meetings what's important to you guys when you can identify um what's important to the brand like i know some giant 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 corporate organizations right now that um uh, are struggling to define their brand values and missions and aims and all these sorts of things so again my course aims to address all of that stuff because that's a subject i'm really passionate about um uh, value so that's what i'm doing at the moment i'm training online and teaching people about values and at some point what i'll what i might do is turn this into an e-course and then just put it up on my website and just have it as a thing that um, people can purchase at a, a decent price and and learn about that because right now we need to create more leaders and I'm doing my bit to 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 do that whilst leading the way in a couple of projects that I've set up. Actually, I'll tell you about one other thing that I'm doing, uh, Robert, if I may. Um, one thing that not a lot of people know about me, because um, usually when I'm talking in a more professional context, I'm usually talking about um, things like NLP and psychology and business stuff or whatever, is I'm a multiple award-nominated rapper, MC, and reggae singer. I'm, I'm like the second or third best um, uh, uh, rapper in, in, in the UK or something or other. And when I'm doing that, I'm not talking in this, Brit this British accent, you know, it's more a Jamaican thing. Um, and so what I've done is I've used the energy of the popularity that I've got from the music stuff that I've historically done for the last two decades. And I now run a monthly club night for people in the east of London. So I run a monthly club night where people can come to and rave and dance and whatever. And what what what's being seen right now in my industry that I operate in, right now people are seeing me running a night. And this night that I'm running, they're seeing that I'm designing the, the leaflets, the flyers, the campaigns, the videos, the whole marketing strategy, blah, blah. And then on the night, they're seeing how a leader like me behaves. On the night, I'm just there, just randomly chatting with everyone. I'll get on the mic every now and again, do a bit of performing. I'm overseeing the person who's on the door. I'm standing outside by the security. I'm standing outside and smoking this area. And I'm talking to absolutely everybody possible, everybody possible. And within that, I'm using my NLP skills conversationally 
as I just randomly chat to people about random things to help people feel a little bit more positive. The club night is called Roller Coaster because life is filled with ups and downs. It's being run at a venue called the Windrush, which is uh, named after the boat that brought all the Jamaicans over to England. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that I'm doing, literally practically leading people. So everything that I'm doing right now, I'm walking in the footsteps of a of a, a role model that you know lived about two thousand ish years ago, and I'm doing everything within my power to lead way the way to help people recognize that you can have faith right now um, by acting as a leader, by teaching as a leader, by speaking as a leader, and ra raising my vibrational um, energy so that I can sort of pace, 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 lead uh, people to to be okay despite what's going on at the moment. You know. Excellent. So yeah, I just had to say that, man. Darren, stand by. We have station identification for 24 seconds. Stand by, please. All right, and we are back. We are live in Los Angeles with our dear friend, Darren Shaw, one of the absolute preeminent speakers on NLP, a national speaker, an author, a motivational dynamo, somebody who I know very, very well. My friend, Darren, welcome back to the show for the final por portion of our discussion today. And to our friends around the world, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Robert Paisola. You can check me out at KF rhmedia.com that's our press kit and we will do any type of interviews with you as long as you are uh, in an uh, a or b market we have no problem working with you anywhere around the world and my friends today has been an absolutely amazing uh discussion we've discussed everything and i'm so excited because uh, we we do have the the blessing and the love to be sponsored by mercedes-benz and you know what that means a lot that means that we're able to do things that we don't have to worry about whether we're going to get uh, get our broadcast heard by other people. And when I chose Darren today as somebody to talk to, Darren went deep. Darren talked about his new book. Darren talked about things that that he does on his in his free time to be able to bring people to the next level. Friends, my name is Robert Paisola, and I am the CEO and president of Western Capital International. We buy and sell companies. That's what we do. In this case, we just bought a radio station, and we're actually uh, all over the world right now. And uh, you'll be hearing this on iHeartRadio, on Disney, on I, I, every single channel you can imagine. If you have any questions, just simply Google my name, Robert, P-A-I-S-O-L-A. And then after that, type in the word podcast, and it'll give you a very clear idea of what we are and who we represent, what we do. Boy, Darren has had some amazing ideas today. You know, and, and, and as I talk to Darren, I'm so, so thankful that he sees the challenges that are up front of us right now. The things that we get to deal with as a, as a team, as Darren and I try to navigate these waters as we try to assist people to move forward. Boy, the cost of food, the cost of rent, the cost of everything is just going through the sky. And unfortunately, some people just give up. And, and as Darren said, just to recap, boy, Rob, you know, sometimes I myself have to kick myself in the butt to get up. And you know what? I'm going to be the first one to say, I agree. <laughs> I agree because it's not easy to get up and go to the station and, and make things happen all the time. Sometimes it's just easier to sit back and watch things happen. And that's what I don't wish for anybody. Guys, this is Rob Paisola, and I am so proud 
you want to find my dear friend, Darren Shaw, all you have to do is type in the Darren Shaw, the Darren Shaw, T-H-E-D-A-R-R-E-N. Darren Shaw is a teacher. He is, a, is an expert when it coming, comes to changing your mindset, changing your negative habits, increasing your successes and wins. And boy, he just mentioned before we went to break, he mentioned the fact that companies are searching for an identity. So what I want to do is I want to jump back because I talked to Robert Kiyosaki about this last week. And I want to bring back, uh, I want to bring that, bring back that topic about companies searching for identities. They're looking for people to lead their people. But don't you find it interesting, America, and those of you listening, that people do not want to even go to work? Now, that's a whole different topic, isn't it? Well, not really. It is proven that there were a lot of people that took the time off and enjoyed themselves during COVID. We understand that. Why is it that the gross domestic product is going down, GDP? Why is it that it's happening in Europe, that people simply do not want to get out of bed for any amount of money? I had a client call who's a construction person and said, you know what? I've got a building I've got to do for Amazon.com, and I cannot find anybody for $10, $20, $30, $40, $50 an hour. The next day I showed up, they did, they, nobody was even there. Now, if you're a CEO or a director of a company, I guess the question is, what would you do? What would you do? I don't want to say this is the new normal. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, this can't be the new normal. Because people are eventually going to have to do something to create successes and wins. But you know what? The question I have for Darren, now that we're back from break, is Darren, what what advice would you have for those people that are kind of on the fringes of society right now? Their entire world was tanked because of COVID. And now even to get a job seems like too much of a hassle. And so they're they've chosen out of even working. How's that one for you, bud? <laughs> for anyone that's uh, again, this is my opinion. For anyone that's found that their world has has just crumbled, because you know this happened to me when the um when the pandemic happened. I, you know, when the pandemic lockdown thing first kicked off, I was in a lovely, stable um uh, job working in a corporate environment as a trainer, um teaching government funded programs, blah blah blah, face to face, and I had a clothing company, and um I can't even remember what I was doing now, <laughs> um and and some other stuff as well, and. When lockdown happened, my job was suddenly gone and my clothing company was suddenly just over at the click of a finger and everybody around me was panicking. I've never seen panic like this in my life. It was like something out of a Hollywood movie, the way that people were running around in the offices in the building that I worked. And I was just like, whoa, what the hell is this? And... <laughs> And um, one one of the things that I that I you know I you know it took me a little while to to realize that oh boy this is this is this is this is a thing. Um, but one of the things I'd say to people is you need to just you, you need to relax, you need to take a moment, recognize that yeah the territory has shifted, and because the territory territory has shifted, you've got you've got to change your mindset. The mindset that you've got and have had up until now is one which has been able to help you uh, go through whatever it was you were doing before and you've been able to coast through living life um, with certain beliefs and values and this that and the other but a mindset shift is needed 
you need to make sure you're around uh, other people who are able to have a stable mindset. Now, like I said, I went through a, a short period of anxiety and I, I lost my mind for a, a moment when the lockdown happened because I'd lost everything and I didn't know what to do and I had a bit of a panic. And then I said to myself, all right, Darren, you are a bloody master NLP practitioner, trainer, blah, blah, blah. You need to like sort it out, shape up, fix up right now. What do you need to do right now? And one of the things that I did is I contacted, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I use NLP modeling to get this done. I contacted um, a couple of people who seemed to be stable. I contacted some people who, instead of panicking and running, they set up some businesses during the lockdown. Right. And I'm not going to go too much into it now, but I actually asked questions about the mindset uh, and of the, about the mindset piece, about the mindset of people who seem to be absolutely fine and they weren't panicking. I wanted to know what they were doing inside their heads. I contacted a guy who um, he was the CEO of uh, an organization which ran. Um, he suddenly set up a gigantic NLP conference online um, uh, called the Global NLP Summit. And he ran that online. And it's the most successful online NLP conference that's ever happened. And he did that during lockdown. I contacted another guy who set up a communications company um, uh, uh, during the early stages of lockdown. And he was able to uh, sell it for a, a few cool tens of millions. I don't know the number. And I wanted to know about him. I, I contacted also a single mother that set up a, a home selling business where she was selling products and whatnot to, um, to, to ladies. Do you know what I mean? So I contacted people who seemed to be doing absolutely fine despite what's going on in the world. And I asked them the same sorts of uh, questions. What is it that you're doing different in your mind to everybody else? And I was able to get quite a lot of uh, information from that. But yeah, in in times like this, there are people that do absolutely fine and there's people that aren't. Find the people that are and identify what it is they're doing differently in their minds to what it is the majority are doing. And you'll find out some really, really interesting things that can help you to, to think uh, differently about things. That saved me. Um, and that helped me to to transform how I how I think about things and and my relationship with with risk and danger and these sorts of things. I hope that makes sense, uh, Robert. Oh, it actually does. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Darren. Wow, you know, there's there's very few times that I become speechless, but whenever I meet somebody who has the same goals, desires, abilities, desires to help people shows their vulnerability that's somebody who i call special and i hold on and grasp onto that relationship because you see there's many many people that present themselves before us and some people aren't what they seem and then there's certain people who really 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 do care and uh i think today we've we've actually uh, learned a lot about somebody who cares myself included but darren shaw from the uk and his worldwide voice that is going to be heard is a powerful, powerful individual. And it's interesting. For those of you on Clubhouse, we would invite you to stop by at the NLP Mastery and Coaching Room. And for those of you that understand that, just uh, maybe join Clubhouse, C-L-U-B-H-O-U-S-E. Just type it in. It's a social audio platform. Come join us. You'll see Darren and I. And you'll be able to ask us questions. And the best part about it is we don't charge a thing. We're simply here to assist you and to make your life better. But very rarely do I take somebody this quick 
and put them in the worldwide spectrum because we know who's listening, my friends. Oh yeah, we know, we know, we know. We know the people in the United States and the Great Britain over in Asia. We understand the program producers and we welcome your inquiries. My friends, I'm gonna give you some information. The telephone number here in the United States is 1-800-373-8913, extension 712. That's our venture capital division and you can leave a message there for me. Send an email to Robert, R-O-B-E-R-T, at WCILive.com. We'll get back to you. We are willing to spend time talking to your listeners and viewers to bring them to the next level. And you know what, my friends, as you're listening to this, and if you're a program director or you are somebody sitting inside Sirius XM, don't you think that your people deserve to have the guidance that we provide? So I'm going to do something I very rarely do. I'm going to invite Darren back again for part two of this, because this is such a topic that needs to be discussed and that he's so, so passionate about what he's doing. And there's so many people that I know that we're reaching out to. As you know, guys, we do trans, uh, transmit this all over the country, all over the world. And we uh, also are able to translate it. So in other words, we put it, we send it up to what's called otter.ai, O-T-T-E-R.ai. And we turn it, every single word we're talking about will be in a written document. So you'll see that attached to this broadcast once you see it. So we invite you to download that and read it and oh, listen to this over and over because that's the way you learn. Because a lot of the stuff we're talking about is high level and a lot of it is very, very informative. And we, we're, we are, we're here for you. My friends, Darren, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for giving of your time, your beautiful soul, your life to those. You've been listening to the world famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. We hope we've helped you get on the road to do both. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook, Clubhouse, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasting, Google Podcasting, and Instagram at Rob underscore Pisola. Reach out to us by phone at 1-800-373-8913 and send your questions or comments to VIP at westerncapitalmedia.com. Until next time, this has been the world-famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast.